You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Cynthia Daniel. She's talking to me from Baltimore. Cynthia, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Cynthia, we're going to talk about your recent show at Kasman Gallery and also the museum show you're having. Um, to, to begin with, and I want to jump into a number of things, but how do the two shows relate to one another? I think, um, well, you know, I was asked to do uh, a new piece for the New Museum Triennial last year, and I was concurrently working on a new solo show for, um, that was going to be up concurrently at Kasman Gallery. Um, up in New York and because they were going to be up at the same time I didn't want to have two pieces or two bodies of work that were competing against each other or compared or contrasted I felt strongly that I wanted them to come from one body of work and so the show would stand as its own you know conceptual space and idea and the new museum piece could almost feel like you know, for me, that piece could have been in the back room. Like if it was a bigger gallery, that would have been in the next room, you know? So I think I thought of it as a satellite uh, space so that they really could talk to each other and not, you know, be competing against each other. And so let's, let's talk about the works in, in, in both, in both shows. Um, of course, this is uh, based on a, on a specific theme, right? Where um, the, the show at Kasman, um, sure. As I Lay Dying, you know, like the, like the Faulkner novel is, um, is about exploring the subject of the Gettysburg National Military Park um, and, 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 that, and that genre of history painting. And, and I think, you know, that's really interesting. And before we jump right into it, um, I'd kind of like to talk about, like, what brought you up to this point? You know, I read your, your, your bio on your website, which was great, the one that you wrote in 2016 that was kind of a, a send-up of a bio in a way because, you know, artists have to write these kind of, uh, like, yeah. small bios that sort of mean nothing, right? And in yours, you went through, um, in that case, you went up to 2015, and you talked about, uh, specific moments where, uh, you know, that were often painful or difficult or, or, or something else, but where your painting itself and what you were painting and how you were painting and how you were thinking of yourself were, were continually challenged. Um, so so in, that, in that context, um, this, is, this seems to me a, a quite different body of work than, you, than you've done before. So in that context of if that bio was to be extended, if I can, if I can ask this, um, yeah, what, would, what would be the entry before these shows? Because it seems that there's, there's been a change. I mean, obviously the pandemic and all of that, but... Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think following the model of that bio, which is more episodic and more personal and more emotional, and also, you know, nonlinear in a way, meaning that there's a lot of answers to that question. A lot of things happened. All the work that I ever made before this show happened, you know, so all of those things are in here, um, you know, directly and indirectly. And I see all the, all the work I've made in this show. I also see, you know, all the things that have happened in the last few years. You know, you mentioned the pandemic, of course. I think working um, so isolated from people, working outside of New York, you know, going to Gettysburg came very much from being 
in the, you know, amidst the pandemic because that's a place I could go. It was close to me. It was outside. It was a space that I felt was, was pregnant um, and filled with ideas and, and ready for a show. You know, I, I had a son that happened in, in, in between the last show and the show. Um, and that has affected, you know, the work and my practice. As people who've had children know it cleaves your life into, you know, the relationship between your life before your child and after. They're, they're almost, you know, the person I am now has almost no access to the person I was before. So there's a learning how to work again, learning how to do your practice, you know, re-engaging with the, both the practical aspect of making the work, but also the ideas of the work and, and what do they mean to you now? And what kind of artist are you now? And what do you care about now? You know, you have to re-answer all those questions. Um, and that, this work comes out of that, certainly. You know, and I think always for me, I think about this metaphor of this like circling um, and that as you make work, you continue to circle back on yourself. So as I move forward, the work changes, but there's a way that it circles back, like a, like a record playing. And this show comes back to place the place I was before, you know, at, at the top of the record, but just like a groove in a record, you're in a slightly different place. So I, this for me was a, a return to many landscape themes um, of older work, but I came back having been through that journey of the other work I made, history painting, conceptual painting, text painting, et cetera. And, 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 and that, that makes sense. I'd like to get right into the, the works, and maybe we should start with the one at the new museum. Uh, but I'd also like to ask, you talk about being a parent, and this is something that I end up talking about quite a bit. I'm also a parent, and, and as you say, it kind of changes your life, and it changes something about who you are as an artist or how you approach things. So, so to speak directly to that and to this show um, is and in, and in reevaluating, like, what are you doing as an artist? What are you, what are you making? Um, how, how did the, the birth of your son change that, if, if that can yeah. be put into words? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, two things. I think the first thing was the, the, the work at the New Museum, that piece, that body of work, was um, the first work I made after the birth of my son. And, you know, because of that, it's incredibly dear to me because there is this moment before having a child and after having a child where you're not sure if you'll return or if you can return or how you'll return or, like, how will I ever make my work again or find that time? You know, I was the quintessential, very, like, practice-centered, self-centered artist I, I painted 18 hours a day. I answered to no one. I, you know, I had no responsibilities other than my practice. And imagining how I would add anything to that and still have the kind of depth and focus that I, I really valued and had been striving for all those years. I, I wasn't sure how it would work, you know, like on a practical level, on an emotional level. I loved my son so much, and, and how also could I learn to be away from him? And how could that time in the studio feel not like a loss, but could it still have the fullness that it had before? And so making that work felt, it felt like in many ways the most hard-won piece I've ever made. I mean, because um, you're pushing up against all those things and all the insecurities that go with that. You know, the, the difficulty of leaving your child again after maternity 
they leave and the insecurities of will you still be able to do it, you know? And I think answering all those things is a new level of truly becoming an artist, I think, of accepting that, like, this is this greater thing that I am. This is this inescapable kind of, like, capital letter concrete nature inside of me. And with that comes, I think, a real gravitas and confidence that I never felt before never being up that kind of adversity you know like I could always just make my work whenever I wanted but pushing other things away and fighting for that practice I think there comes like a real love and peace um you know on the other side of it so I mean that's what I think of it foremost for sure um but there were of course practical things like um I, my schedule had to change completely you know I, I couldn't paint the way I used to paint so I have to figure out also like okay how do I work how do I work in spurts you know how, how can I change those kind of things so I guess, I guess that answers your question <laughs> I think. it does it does and so well so so to talk about the the series as I lay dying at the new museum and then we'll talk about Kasman I believe there was uh seven pieces there is that correct yeah yep so these were the ones as you said you made were the first you made after your son was born and um yeah, and and these are these are um, these are works that look uh, like they did take an enormous amount of time, and just in terms of what you're saying, but but also yes, of course there's there's the um, yeah there's the practice and materials and what you're doing and the time what you're saying, but then also the subject matter and um, so the, so the subject matter does that relate also to um, to your son and some of these things that we're talking about in, in terms of a, a whole new focus? Think, yeah, there was a practical, there was a, like a, a pandemic reality. You know, I started that series, you know, at the height of the pandemic when you couldn't, so I, both, I was one, I, I was on maternity leave. I just, I had a very young son, a baby. And two, um, the, you couldn't really go anywhere. And when I knew I had to and wanted to make a major piece for the show, and, you know, there's the practicality that, like I said, that Gettysburg was this place that I could take my son, I could go, I could spend time there, it's outdoors, it's close to where I live, you know, it's only about 35 minutes from where I live in Baltimore. And, um, and it was a place I had wanted to make a piece before the pandemic. I, I, had went, I went through there on, when I was making a different piece, The Light Atlas, and there was something about the site that really activated me like obviously the heaviness of what it's commemorating, but just the way it's laid out, this interaction between landscape and history and monument. And, it, you know, when I was there the first time, it was when we were having a lot of debates in, in Baltimore, at least, about the Confederate monuments and when they were coming down. And the site just really felt like there's a piece here, but I didn't know what the piece was. And so, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, when I couldn't go many places, and I had this baby with me, I was like, oh, well, I can go to Gettysburg. And so that first summer, but long before I made the piece, a year before I made it, um, I just spent the summer going there. I just spent the summer, you know, walking around with a baby carrier, making sketches and taking notes and thinking about what the piece would be. And, you know, it came about very naturally that um, after, you know, 30 visits, I knew that in the site, what I was most drawn to um, were the were these, you know, so-called witness trees. And um, 
what they re- represented as a metaphor, as a metaphor for witness and monument and the relationship between the natural world and the human world. You know, I, and I, and that's partially because they, you know, it's a forested site and there's some beautiful, you know, very old trees, but also just personal. I'm very interested in trees, you know, like, and so it's natural, I think, that I would be drawn to them. I spend a lot of time thinking about trees just in my life and, you know, gardening and such like that. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty natural, like, uh, trajectory to the piece, you know. And uh, at at the Kesman Gallery, you're you're using the same theme. It's It's the same show, the same body of work. Uh, but it's it's approached a little bit differently, as um, as I understand in the new museum. Those are those are large, largely vertical black and white works, and in the gallery, there's there's a number of different sizes and shapes, and and it's all color. Is that is that correct? Did I get that yeah, right? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So 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 the gallery. Yeah, there's a um, you. Know, it, it seems like the the new museum, from what you were just saying, I mean, I can I can absorb that. I understand that, and and you know, and I think listeners can too. The gallery, something different is happening though on that theme. You're, sure. It seems that you're exploring something formally that's quite different. Definitely. I mean, if if I think in some ways the new museum piece became the bridge to this work, or it bridges out of the last work. Um, the last major work I did was a solo show in LA. Um, called Elegy, and that work was all in black and white, and was a lot about history and document, and and I think the trees branch out of that, and this is this was a, the place I got to after, and I I knew they would be different, and I think you know part of that is that I always work site specifically. I think the trees were designed to show in the new museum with its history and its relationship to. Um, to painting and to ideas and to um, concepts and the kind of like uh, heaviness and document that, that the institution historically related, you know, had, that's how I relate to it. And the gallery show, it was a smaller, more intimate space. And I wanted the work to sort of feel and, and interact with the viewer differently. And so those works I thought about as, as metaphors, you know, as like visual poems, images, little images, poems, and each work I wanted to be this contained metaphor, visual metaphor for an idea that I had at the space, for something that hit me about the space, or for, you know, like whether it's ideas of perspective or north-south or duality or, you know, conflict or, or you know, like, I think I thought about the space conceptually. So maybe like in that way, the new museum pieces for me are more like the sketch, the direct sketch of being there. That's what I saw, you know, like this is a, a record or document of the trip or the walks there. Whereas the gallery show became then the thesis or the writing I did in remembrance of that place, you know, and I think about the gallery works much more like that, that they are, digested through thinking and writing and thought and my studio practice as opposed to like a document, a, a visual document of, of, of the trip or the being there, you know? Yeah. And, and you're, 
Your, so your son's with you. I mean, I, I love the way this whole project evolved and, and the idea of the space and everything, but also taking him there, right? Um, is, there, is there something that he taught you about the space that, that you wouldn't have um, seen on your own, yeah, perhaps? Sure. I mean, one, I think two things. One, levity. I mean, you know, that, that baby is a, a happy little being, you know, and so, like, there's moments of, of levity and beauty that I could could descend into there with him, you know. Also, just time, you know, I, I moved much slower through the space. Moving with a child was a very, and there had to be a lot of pauses. You know, we paused to take naps in the car, and he had to take a nap in the car. So, like, there was a lot of just, I think, taking a lot more time than I would have, like, sitting with him or letting him crawl around or just being in a space and letting time pass there that I don't think before having him, I would have, I mean, I know I wouldn't have like that in making a, a piece before, I don't know if I would have ended up spending as much time in the site. Like I would have thought I spent a lot of time in the site, but it would have been far more rushed because, you know, the pace of a, you know, busy, 30 busy year old artist the idea of spending a lot of time is like, oh, I'll be here an hour and that'll, or two hours, you know, and I'll be there. But, you know, the pace of a child is, okay, we're going to spend the whole day here and we're going to come back, you know, 15, 20, 30 times, you know? So, yeah, I definitely think levity and, and maybe being, pausing more, resting more. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that so much. And, um, and, and to talk, to ask one more thing about both shows, you know, this is a pretty, um, this is a pretty tough subject, like you're saying, with the, you, you know, to discuss Gettysburg, uh, and also, you know, in the context of, of, uh, of all that's happening with the removal and, and when and all of that. Uh, was there was there any conversation about that? Did you get feedback in this show about that content or? or push back or embracing what you're no, doing? I mean, for me, I mean, because of the fear, I mean, yes, this, this work was, came a, a product of the pandemic. Obviously this work is also a product of like the racial reckoning that the country was going through that summer. So, you know, I was there, like when I was there visiting with my son, it was the height of all of that. And it was the, you know, the, the lead up to the election and, you know, the COVID like battles and all of that was being played out in the park, right? Because that's a place where people visit who are very pro the Confederacy, you know, and, and are celebrating their Southern heritage. Right. And there are people visiting there, um, you know, in paying respects to the Emancipation Proclamation and to Lincoln and to that legacy of anti-slavery. Right. And so, there's no way to be there and experience all that without taking that in. And, you know, I knew the work was answering all of those histories and all that's a show about right now. I mean, those aren't ideas in the past, you know, we're living out, (laughs) we're living out that moment again and continually, you know, since, since the mid 1800s. So because of that though, I felt enormous responsibility to to do it right and to be considerate and, you know, to be really thoughtful. And there are some really prominent painting examples in recent history of people maybe who handled history um, carelessly and um, really had to answer for that. And I tried very hard to 
workshop the work, to think about the work, and to always ask myself, is this considerate? Am I being thoughtful? Have I, am I adding to the conversation? You know, am I dealing with this material in a way that's appropriate for my own identity or for who I am? You know, am I being respectful? Like, while also allowing myself to deal with the subject matter that's really important for all of us to think about, which is the legacy of the Civil War for all of us, you know, like, and, and what that means for any citizen, white, black, you know, right leaning, left leaning, northern, southern, like today. And I knew it was important subject matter to tackle, but I, I definitely felt an incredible responsibility to do it right. And, you know, those examples are out there of people who were really castigated for getting it wrong. And I also felt a responsibility to, to move forward and not be cowed by that, to trust that I could, you know, take on hard subject matter carefully and considerately and um, that it's important to do and it, it's not material to be avoided, you know, and that if I got it wrong, it would be a learning, you know, experience for me and that um, if I opened up dialogues, I would have interesting conversations with people, which has definitely happened. I mean, I think, um, I think that I've gotten some really nice, you know, feedback about the new museum work and, and how different people took that or, in, or interacted with it or what ideas they took from it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, tread carefully, but it's important work, right? Like, I don't think we can avoid important work. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to ask you one more question before we go, which is off topic. What are you reading at the moment? Yeah, um, I actually just picked up, I haven't started yet, but I just picked up Joy Williams' new book, Harrow, um, because uh, I'm just an enormous fan of Joy Williams and um, I read The Changeling last year and it's just such a strange and wonderful and dreamlike book that, <laughs> that uh, I'm very excited to read the new one, which just came out. So everyone should read all of Joy Williams. She's a national treasure. Thank you for sharing that and saying that. Uh, Cynthia, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate your time and your work. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.